Life is made up of many gorgeous moments. Cherish them all, big and small, with Blue Nile. Whether it's for yourself or a loved one, Blue Nile's unrivaled selection of expertly crafted fine jewelry and statement pieces help make all your moments sparkle. Blue Nile's experts are on hand to guide you, and their diamond guarantee ensures you get the highest quality at the best price. Celebrate a life well lived in the most radiant way and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. With games increasing in scope, refinement, and ambition, developers have begun to muddy the moral waters, and more and more titles are posing the kind of tough ethical questions that were once the exclusive purview of philosophy. Here we look at 10 of the toughest questions video games have ever asked. We scoured the internet for the polls and examined the debates to see what you, the players, think, and by your vote, settle the matter once and for all. I'm Jess from War Culture, and here are the 10 toughest video game moral choices, and what you picked. Number 10. Destroy the Geth Heretics or Rewrite Them Mass Effect 2 A faction of the robotic Geth, the Heretics, have adapted a Reaper virus which they intend to use to compel the true Geth to fight for the Reapers against organic life. As a powerful race who evicted their own creators from their homeworld, this could be fatal to the galaxy. As it turns out, the virus is destroyed regardless, but what happens to the Heretics is left to the player. Destroy the Heretics, permanently dealing with the threat or rewrite them, forcing them to accept the true Geth's viewpoint, but at the cost of making the Geth as a whole stronger, and raising a question as to their stance on organic life going forward. As per a Reddit poll, players chose to rewrite. Destroying the Heretics is considered genocide, something that would be unacceptable in the case of organics, so why should it be acceptable against synthetics? And while rewriting them is ethically problematic, you are brainwashing a sentient species into accepting a viewpoint they are directly opposed to, doing so adds significantly to the Geth's strength, which, if you can get them on side, would make them invaluable allies against the Reapers. Number 9. Exterminate the Mages or Destroy the Templars Dragon Age 2 Tensions simmer between the city of Kirkwall's mages and Templars. The Templars are guilty of brutally oppressing the mages, while the mages are guilty of practicing forbidden magic that increases their risk of demonic possession. The matter comes to a head when Anders, a rogue mage and member of the player's party, destroys the Chantry. This ignites a fight to the death between the two factions, making the player partially responsible and potentially forcing them to kill beloved characters. Players must choose between personally executing Anders and siding with the Templars, or allowing him to go free and siding with the mages. As seen in a Reddit poll, the majority side with the mages. Siding with the Templars is seen as participating in the massacre of a group of innocent people, guilty of nothing more than being born different, and who have suffered from terrible persecution because of it. While the pro-mage players acknowledge that some mages are out of control, that is not considered justification for wholesale murder, especially not when many were driven to evil by persecution at the hands of the Templars. It's a question of risk justifying oppression, and the answer is no. Number 8. Family, the Innocent or Riches Fable 2 During the course of their adventure, the protagonist, the hero, embarks on a quest to find the Spire, a lost tower with the power to grant wishes. During the adventure, they lose their sister, their dog, and potentially their family, as well as witnessing the deaths of the hundreds of innocent slaves forced to rebuild the Spire. The Spire has the power to resurrect some, but not all. The player can choose Sacrifice, which returns the slaves to life, but at the cost of their family and dog. The player can choose Love, which returns their sister, family, and dog to life, but at the cost of the slaves. Or the player can choose wealth, in which case they receive 1 million gold but their loved ones and the slaves stay dead. 
players in a poll chose love. The reason is surprising, though admitting that they didn't think that they would care so much for the feature, the majority of players grew to love their dog and family enough to want them back. The attachment was so strong that even among players who chose sacrifice, citing it as the selfish choice, many reloaded and chose love instead, proving that blood really is thicker than water. Number 7. Harvest the Little Sisters or Free Them Bioshock In order to survive in the hostile city of Rapture, players need to upgrade their abilities and purchase new ones. But these abilities come at the cost of Adam, a substance manufactured by Little Sisters, little girls genetically twisted into creepy walking Adam refineries. Problem is, harvesting the Adam kills the Little Sister. Players can harvest the Little Sisters, instantly gaining a large amount of Adam, or players can free them, walking the more difficult path in exchange for the promise, not the guarantee, of a greater reward down the road. As per a poll we found, the vote comes down to overwhelmingly in favor of freeing the Little Sisters. Some players took the pragmatic option and argued that Bioshock is a video game, and that to have the most fun, they want to become as powerful as possible as quickly as possible. The majority, though, took the ethical and emotional option. These are children, forcibly corrupted by those that should have protected them, and the thought of murdering them for personal gain weighed too heavily on their conscience. Number 6. The Railroad, The Institute, The Brotherhood, or The Minutemen Fallout 4 when the Institute's practice of producing and using sentient synthetic human lookalikes known as synths as scouts and soldiers brings them into conflict with the pro-synth railroad, the conflict attracts the attention of the technology-hoarding Brotherhood of Steel. This creates a three-way battle that the local militia, the Minutemen, inevitably finds itself being dragged into as well. The victor will go on to control the Commonwealth and determine the fate of its citizens. Players must choose to align with either the Brotherhood, the Railroad, the Institute, or the Minutemen. A choice made more difficult by the fact that the Institute's leader is the player character's son. As per a poll we found, the majority of players chose to side with the Brotherhood. While the Railroad focused exclusively on the synths, the Institute focused on furthering scientific experimentation, and the Minutemen suffering from a lack of resources, players took the pragmatic stance. Though harsh in their methods and xenophobic in their outlook, only the Brotherhood possesses the training, equipment, discipline, will, and code of honor to bring lasting peace and stability to the Commonwealth. Number 5. The Imperials or the Stormcloaks. Who will rule? The Elder Scrolls V, Skyrim. The Imperial province of Skyrim is in a state of civil war. The situation is complex. Facing defeat at the hands of the elven Thalmor, the Empire sues for peace, but at the cost of outlawing Talos' warship. This angers many local Nords who, led by Ulfric Stormcloak, rebel, seeking to establish an independent Skyrim. This in turn risks an invasion by the Thalmor. In response, the Empire, seeking to maintain peace with the Thalmor and retain its province, takes up arms to stamp out the rebellion. In the balance hangs the freedom of all Skyrim citizens. Players must choose between the Empire or the Stormcloaks, and whoever they choose wins control over Skyrim. According to a poll we found, the majority of players, including me, sided with the Empire. The Stormcloaks are seen as arrogant, racist, nationalistic extremists, too wrapped up in their resentment over the ban on traditional warship to understand the bigger picture, and who, because of it, would almost certainly lose a war with the Thalmor. But the vote is not an outright majority, and while the Empire is seen as more likeable, they're not necessarily seen as morally superior, making this more a vote against the Stormcloaks rather than for the Empire. Number 4. Who should have access to electricity? Fallout New Vegas in the quest That Lucky Old Sun, players are tasked with bringing the Helios 1 solar power plant back online. Succeed and they must choose which among the citizens of the post-apocalyptic Mojave Wasteland get benefit from the newfound electricity supply. 
and the better quality of life that comes with it. There are five. Divert power to the wealthy New California Republic home states, the NCR-controlled Camp McCarran and the New Vegas Strip, earning NCR fame. Divert power to the poor areas around the Strip, earning fame from the altruistic followers of the apocalypse. Divert power equally to all areas, but at the cost of limited power supply all round with frequent brownouts. Divert power to the Archimedes II orbital weapon system, allowing players to use it or overload the plant, preventing any future misuse of Archimedes II. As per a poll we found, players chose the egalitarian option and distributed power equally. The belief is that electricity is a fundamental human need, and though the power output will be low and suffer from disruption, at least everybody gets to benefit, a sentiment that even those players who sided with the NCR agree with. Number 3. Save your wife or your savior. Resident Evil 7. While searching for his missing wife, protagonist Ethan Winters stumbles into a house of horrors inhabited by the Bakers, a family driven insane by a weaponized viral infection. Throughout the game, Baker family member Zoe helps Ethan in his quest, including saving his life, in the hope that by doing so, she can cure her family of the infection. In the end, Ethan ends up with one dose of the cure and two women who need it. Players must choose between their wife or the woman who is arguably solely responsible for their continued survival. Not surprisingly, as per a poll we found, most players chose to save Mia. She is, after all, Ethan's, and in a real sense the player's, wife. The person who Ethan loved enough to endure all the pain and horror inflicted on him. However, a lot of people chose to save Zoe, citing their distrust of Mia and that Zoe is an innocent victim of the infection and the fact that without her help, Ethan would be dead. In other words, Mia might be Ethan's wife, but Zoe earned the cure. Still, in the end, Mia gets the vote, proving once again that blood is still thicker than water. Number 2. What will the fate of the Reapers and the Galaxy be? Mass Effect 3. The races of the Milky Way galaxy are facing extinction at the hands of the alien Reapers. With an ancient superweapon granting them one last desperate means to defeat the invaders, it falls to players to decide exactly what the future for all sides will be. There are three choices. Players can choose to destroy the Reapers, but at the cost of killing all synthetic life, Geth allies, squadmate Edie, and the partially synthetic Shepard among them. They can choose to control the Reapers, but at the cost of Shepard's life, or they can choose synthesis, merging synthetic and organic life into a new form. The verdict? Destroy. Most players see control as being too risky. The Reapers may prove too powerful to control and Shepard, now a Reaper himself, may be corrupted into following Reaper ideology. The synthesis option is seen as too idealistic and erases the diversity that makes people people. Also, the green eyes are creepy. Only the destroy option, though it comes at great cost, definitively ends the threat of the Reapers and completes the mission players embarked on all the way back in Mass Effect 1. Number 1. End human augmentation or allow it to continue. Deus Sex, human Revolution In a bid to end human augmentation, a disillusioned member of the Illuminati sabotages a biochip upgrade for augmented people, driving them violently insane. It's up to players to decide what happens next, determining the fate of human augmentation and human evolution itself. There are four choices here. Reveal the truth behind the incident, leading to the end of human augmentation. Heavily regulate augmentation, handing control to the Illuminati. Frame anti-augmentation extremists, allowing augmentation to continue. Or keep the true nature of the incident a secret and let humanity decide for itself. According to a poll we found, players chose for augmentation to continue. The consensus is that it's human nature to push the boundaries and to curtail our drive for progress is to stagnate and waste our potential. 
Augmentation has also done enormous good, helping amputees walk, the blind to see, and increasing productivity, and given time, could realize its promise of a new human utopia. And while the potential for abuse is rife, as the ending cutscene says, won't achieving the dream be worth it? We can become the gods we've always been striving to be. We might as well get good at it. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.